At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Coming to you from the Circa Sportsbook here in downtown Las Vegas. I'm Scott Seidenberg. This is The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network. Always on Twitter at Scott's On Air, S C O T T S O N A I R. Hit us all up on the network at VSIN Live. And. The story coming into today as we prepare for another week in, yes, preseason football. We'll get back underway on Thursday. We're inching closer and closer to the start of the college football season. Week zero will be here before we know it. But for now, it's still about Major League Baseball. And the postseason races are heating up. Wild card races are certainly interesting in both the American and National League. There's a division race in the AL Central and the NL Central. And one of the World Series favorites has been in an absolute freefall since the All-Star break. Probably you can go to before that, but we're just going to use since the All-Star break as our litmus test like as our you know line of demarcation and that's the new york yankees the yankees are still among the favorites to win the world series the dodgers are the outright favorite to win the world series and the astros have now jumped in front of the yankees as the second favorite to win the world series but the yanks are right there Actually, their odds are very close to the New York Mets to win this series. The Yankees have the second best record in the American League. They're 72 and 44. And so you might be asking, why are you concerned, Scott, about the New York Yankees? They're 72 and 44. As I mentioned, second best record in the American League. And if you look around Major League Baseball, it's the fourth best record in all of Major League Baseball. I'm concerned because since the All-Star break, the Yankees are 8-16. and 16. The only wins for the New York Yankees... Two against Baltimore, three against Kansas City, two against Seattle, and one against Boston. They have lost twice to Houston. 
They lost once to Baltimore. They lost twice to the Mets. Once to Kansas City. They lost four times to Seattle. Three times to St. Louis. Two times to Boston. And a loss here on Monday to the Tampa Bay Rays. This team is in an absolute freefall. And what's to blame? Is it the pitching? Well, Garrett Cole went out here on Monday night and allowed one run in six innings of work. The bullpen came in. Luizaga got his inning in a third inning. He did all right. Peralta gave up two runs. Trevino gave up a run. Three runs were scored in the ninth inning. This was a one nothing Rays game up until the ninth inning. The Rays score three in the top of the ninth. It's a 4 nothing win for Tampa. But is it the pitching? Well, let's look at how the pitching has done since the All-Star break. Yeah, there were some games where they gave up some runs. You know, eight runs, seven runs, 12 runs. They got routed by St. Louis. Um, But for the most part, average scores, three runs, six runs, three, you know, a couple of eights and sevens, but four. They lost one nothing to the the Cardinals, one nothing in 13 innings to Seattle. You know, a 4-3 loss, a 3-2 loss in 10 innings. To Boston, 3 nothing against Boston, 4 nothing. The Yankees haven't scored since Saturday in the ninth inning. They've gone 18 straight innings now without scoring a run. So it's not the pitching. It's been the offense. And yeah, Yankees are... Mm, I don't want to say they're not healthy at all because you still got studs up and down the lineup. But they're without DJ LeMayhew. They're without Giancarlo Stanton. The lineup doesn't look as strong as it can look. And ideally, if you're looking at the Yankees' depth chart, yes, you'll have LeMayhew in the lineup, Rizzo, Donaldson, Judge, Stanton, Eventually, Harrison Bader will come back and and make his Yankee debut. Benintendi, a nice addition from Kansas City. It's a shame that Matt Carpenter got hurt and, and fractured his foot because he was tearing it up for the Yankees. Blasting home runs every other game. Provided a real spark to this offense. Torres has been meh. Hicks, eh. Rizzo's slumping. You know, they got rid of Gallo, and then Gallo goes to the Dodgers, and now he's hitting home runs again. Maybe the guy just needed facial hair to hit. I don't know. But the Yankees are not 100% right now. And not playing good baseball. The Rays win this game as an underdog, a heavy underdog. We talked about playing this game last night. I gave out this play on the uh, vsin.com daily best bets page. 
the Tampa Bay Rays because one, the Yankees are now three and twelve in their last fifteen games. So let that sink in. Three and twelve in their last fifteen games. But also teams playing on Sunday night baseball. And then traveling to a game on Monday. And maybe it's not even the travel because, I mean, the Yankees were in Boston and then, you know, go to New York. It's not like it's a crazy travel. And and it was a quick game, right? What was it? Two hours and 15 minutes on Sunday night. They tied for the shortest Yankee game, Yankee Red Sox game that we've seen. But the, the Sunday night baseball teams playing on Monday have been a major fade. As our very own Greg Peterson pointed out on Twitter, it's a sub-250 winning percentage. It's an amazing streak. Not, I don't know if it's a streak, but it's an amazing trend for the Sunday night baseball teams that are playing on Monday. It's just a, a very profitable thing to bet on. And it's something that I don't have the exact numbers. Greg had tweeted out that it's a sub-250 winning percentage, but it's something that I've noticed and something that I've been on for a while. And we have to continue to ride this if the situation calls for it. So coming up this week on Sunday the 21st, Sunday Night Baseball will be the Red Sox and the Orioles. That is the game that is, it's the Little League World Series game that's going to be played in Williamsport. That's going to be a fun event for both teams. You'll have all the kids from the Little League World Series out there. Great celebration. Nice initiative for ESPN. Red Sox and Orioles on Sunday Night Baseball. On Monday the 22nd, Ooh, neither team plays. That's a bummer because we really could have used uh, that fade. We'll check out here Sunday, August 28th. Sunday night baseball scheduled the Braves and the Cardinals from St. Louis. And on Monday, the 29th, the Cardinals go to Cincinnati to play against the Reds. And the Braves are off. So the next opportunity that we will have for a Sunday night baseball fade will be the Cincinnati Reds on Monday, August 29th. And they'll be home. You know what? Maybe we'll take the Reds at plus or one and a half in that spot. Maybe the pitching lineup is going to be uh, beneficial for us to bet that game. Maybe, you know, they're going to have, I don't know, um, Graham Ashcraft on the hill. I'd I'd like to see, you know, he's probably been their best starter right now. You know, with Hunter Green on, on, you know, hurt. I mean, Nick Lodolo, maybe. It certainly is not Mike Miner. Mike Miner is a fade machine. Our play of the day that lost today on Twitter was the Phillies Minus a run and a half. And the reason why I picked that game was because the Reds are 1-12 in Mike Minor starts. With a loss here on Monday, they are now 1-13 in Mike Minor starts. 
And only one of those losses was by less than two runs. Well, go figure. After Monday, now two of the 13 losses are by less than two runs. As the Reds hit a solo home run in the bottom of the eighth inning, they lose the game 4-3. to three. So Phillies win, but they don't cover. We'll take a look at the playoff picture coming up next. Any changes? Any changes in our philosophy when it comes to which teams we will see in the postseason? I'm Scott Seidenberg. Hit me up on Twitter at Scott's On Air. This is the look ahead here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Welcome back. This segment of The Look Ahead is presented by Zinn Nicotine Pouches, the simpler way to experience nicotine satisfaction and enjoy lasting change on your terms. Zinn Nicotine Pouches are a fresher, simpler way to enjoy nicotine that have helped millions of people achieve lasting change by offering smoke-free and spit-free satisfaction. I don't know about you, but there have been times in life where I needed to make a change. I knew I needed to make a change, but I wasn't ready yet. I'm sure a lot of smokers and dippers out there can relate. Zid understands there isn't one right time to make a change. Everyone's timeline is a little different. Everyone's on their own journey. So whenever you feel like you're ready to take that first step towards change, Zid will be there for you with the right strength, the right flavor at the right time. If you're thinking about making a change and want to learn more today, check out Zinn Nicotine Pouches at Zinn.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Scott Seidenberg back here with you. This is The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network. Always on Twitter at Scott's On Air, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. So let's take a look at what we saw here in Major League Baseball on Monday. While the Yankees continue to struggle, the Dodgers do not. A 4 nothing win for the Dodgers over the Brewers as uh, Julio Urias goes out. Five shutout innings, allows four hits. He strikes out six. The Dodgers improved to 35-6 and six in their last uh, 41 games. That's pretty good. Um, they're the first team in Major League Baseball to reach the 80-win mark. They are 80-34 and 34 on the season, 9-1 and one in their last 10 games. 
they are just an absolute machine. And if you're looking at them on the run line this year, which is really where you want to be playing the Dodgers, the Dodgers on the run line are 71 and 42, which is amazing. It's actually it's going to be 72 and 42, I believe, right? Because I don't think this, this stat is updated. If we do the math here, that's 114 games. And what I say the record was 80 and 34. Did I, did I get that correctly? Yeah, their actual record. Yes. So 72 out of the Dodgers, 80 wins are by, oh, actually, that doesn't, no, that wouldn't make sense unless they're always the favorite on the run line. Has there been a time where they have been a dog on the run line? Let's see. I don't think so. Well, let's just count as an underdog. And the Dodgers on a run line underdog. Let me do this here. As an underdog this year, I can tell you the exact numbers. Yeah, two games they were a run line underdog this year. The Dodgers one and one in those games. So if we just say... uh, Dodgers are an underdog tomorrow. This is fascinating. So if we look at the schedule here, Dodgers, Brandon Woodruff, Ryan Pepio. That is the scheduled pitching matchup here. And five times in 366 games. The Dodgers, since 2000, this according to... um, Ralph, uh, Ralph Michaels from uh, Wager Talk says, since 2020, the Dodgers have played 366 times. They have only been an underdog five times. Think about that. You want to know how they did in those five games? Two and three in those five games. But this season alone, this season, the Dodgers one and one on the run line as an underdog. And as a whole on the underdog, the Dodgers, same record, 1-1. So they won one of those games. They lost one of those games. I assume the game that they won is the one that they covered the run line. Obviously, you win the game, you cover the plus one and a half, correct? But on the run line as a whole this year, 72-42. and That is the second best run line record in all of Major League Baseball. Now you're saying, Scott. 72 and 42 is the second best run line record in baseball. How is that possible? How is that the second best? Who, who in the world is the first best team on the run line in Major League Baseball? Well, that would be your Baltimore Orioles, 75 and 40 on the run line this season. The Orioles are 60 and 55 on their record this year, their win loss record. But on the run line, if you played them at plus one and a half when they're a dog, if you play them at minus one and a half when they're a favorite, they are 75 and 40 this year, the best run line team in Major League Baseball. That is something special. So, If those are the best two, who are the worst? The Milwaukee Brewers, who have a record this year 
of 61 and 53. Two games out of the National League Central. That team that is favored over the Dodgers on Tuesday. On the run line this year, they are 46 and 67. That is the worst run line record in Major League Baseball. So you know my wheels are spinning now. You know what I'm thinking? Dodgers as a dog here on Tuesday, lay a little bit of juice, Dodgers plus a run and a half. Because should they lose the game, I'm not banking on them to lose by two or more because they're going up against the worst run line team in baseball in the Milwaukee Brewers in 40, at 46 and 67. As a favorite this year on the run line, those Brewers are, where are we, 32 and 57 on the run line as a favorite. That's not good. So I'm liking this. I'm liking the Dodgers at plus a run and a half. Probably going to be juicy, though. Let's see if we have a game line already out on a run line. Ooh, let's see. Dodgers, yeah, that's just way too juicy. It's going to flip. Dodgers right now are plus 110. Brewers are minus 130. Dodgers on the plus a run and a half run line is minus 200. See, the book knows. They know what's up. Uh, Overall, your second worst run line team in Major League Baseball. I mentioned the Brewers are the first, the worst. The Toronto Blue Jays are the second worst run line team in Major League Baseball, 48 and 66 against the run line. The Blue Jays coming up here on Tuesday will continue their series with the Baltimore Orioles. It's going to be Alec Manoa on the hill against Dean Kramer. And Alec Manoa is a stud. Alec Manoa 12 and 5 this year, a 2.56 ERA. He has been virtually unhittable, especially at home this year. At home, opponent's batting average of 200. He's got a 2.48 ERA on the road. He's a 2.64 overall. I said a 2.56. He's 12 and 5 on the year. Your current line for that game is the Toronto Blue Jays minus 225. Orioles on the comeback plus 190. Orioles at plus a run and a half, minus 110 on that game, considering the Blue Jays the second worst run line team in Major League Baseball. As a favorite, the Blue Jays this year on that run line are, where we have Toronto, 35 and 61. Now let's go as a home favorite. Because that's the situation that they're in, certainly coming up here on Tuesday. Well, those Toronto Blue Jays as a home favorite, 20 and 35 on the season against the run line. So maybe the Orioles at plus a run and a half is the way to go. Uh, Taking a look as a home, let's see, let's get all the situations here. Baltimore as a home underdog. On the run line, this is absurd. 31-9 and this year. As a home underdog, the Baltimore Orioles are 31-9 and on the run line. 
Now they're on the road in Toronto now, but the next time they will be home is against the Red Sox this weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. If at any point they are an underdog, take the plus or one and a half at home, and then they'll be home against the White Sox on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, another opportunity for them to be a plus a run and a half underdog. And in that White Sox series, they will not have to face uh, Dylan Cease. So that's a good thing. I'm Scott Seidenberg. Coming up next, we'll be joined by our very own Jason Weingarten. We'll talk more Major League Baseball. I'm Scott Seidenberg. Hit me up on Twitter at Scott's On Air. This is The Look Ahead here on VEASAN. Today. This is the look ahead on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. The VSIN College Football Guide is out now, and our NFL Guide drops next week. Our experts provide profiles of every team with team trends, power ratings, and over under recommendations. Plus, best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. Remember, the only way to get access to this year's football betting guide is to become a VSIN All Access subscriber. Sign up on our discounted football special and get all access to everything we do from now through the Super Bowl for only $175 or save 50% off the monthly price with an annual subscription and bet smarter all year long. Go to vcin.com slash subscribe for all your options and become part of the Sports Betting Network. Scott Seidenberg, back here with you. This is The Look Ahead here on vcin, the Sports Betting Network. Joining us, as you see on the screen, is our very own Jason Weingarten, host of the wide world of Weingarten. Follow him on Twitter at Spreaderpedia. And Jason, you were saying, uh, response to the tweet that I retweeted about the NFL overs in week one of the preseason on a 10-point teaser, every single combination hit. 560 and O. no matter which way you sliced it, any three-team combination you threw in there with a 10-point teaser to the over. And only only one you had to sweat the whole time. The, the Cowboys, uh, Cowboys-Broncos came down to a last meaningless touchdown oh that was so that one barely made it with the 10 point threshold yeah but everything else flew over yeah third well the regular lines went 13 and 3 so i'm not surprised like when the regular lines go 13 and 3 it's just as easy to say the only three games that went under went under by less than double digits (laughs) yeah but but typically a 10 point uh three team 10 point teaser would never be a a good bat you know, no. uh, this, this last weekend, they were incredible. Um, you know, you just had to kind of ignore the, the, the general way. So you're not so you're not recommending three team 10 point teasers on totals during the regular season this year. No, ab- absolutely not. But like this weekend, for example, like Bucks over 28 and a half Cowboys over 27 and a half Eagles over 27, like that loses i'm fine losing that but <laughs> all i all i'll say without getting into too much technical detail is mm-hmm. three team three three games all with totals of 28 or 27 and a half it'd be even better if you found a third game that was under 
you know, 28. But three-team parlays of, of you know, overs at under 30 points doesn't, doesn't pay out or shouldn't pay out minus 120. All right. We, we will take a look at that. Uh, let's talk some Major League Baseball. The Yankees in an absolute freefall. Um, we've, we've talked about maybe is it time to be concerned, but looking at their performance and maybe their health, they've won three of their last 15 games. What is that, right? Three and 12 in their last 15 games. Are you concerned about the Yankees? No, but I will be in a month or in a, in, in a, give me, give me 10 more days. <clears throat> they have a homestand right now. They have, uh, they have Tampa and then. I'm blank. I think I think Toronto comes through, and then the Mets for two games. So, yep. let's see how they play these next eight games, and then you know another week of losing, we can start having, you know, is it are they in a free fall conversation? Because they are. I mean, there's something like eight and sixteen since the All Star break. Yep. That's that's pretty bad. Yeah. So they have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight games left uh, on this homestand. Two against Tampa, four against Toronto, two against the Mets. Right now, their record is 70. What are they right here? What did I say they are? Uh, Yankees are 72 and 44. If they, let's say they go two and six on this homestand at 74 and 50, you're concerned. I mean, it's a long season. Yeah. Weird things happen, even to good teams, <laughs> but. The, the way I see Yankees fans and the way I see the Yankees is every time they have about a bad week, they start complaining about Josh Donaldson yeah. and, you know, Joey Gallo. They got rid of him. And it's very quick to panic with the Yankees, but it's, it's very deserved. In another week, if, if they don't turn this around quickly, um, going to be a lot of conversations. Are you more confident in the Astros going to the World Series than the Yankees out of the American League? Yes, absolutely. I think the Astros are a better team, top to bottom. You know, I just they, they don't have guys like uh, Isaiah Kinzer Falefo <laughs> playing shortstop. Uh, the American League Central, Jason, has just been baffling. Um, you know, the Twins in first place, and then they go ice cold, and the Guardians run hot, but then they go ice cold, but then the Guardians get hot again, and the White Sox are a team that I am just completely done with on the season. Um, who comes out of this division? Like, who could you trust? Who can you back? And who could you bet on moving forward? You know, I, I think that the easiest thing I could say is I don't much care for anybody in this division but somebody has to win and the guardians the guardians are a sneaky sneaky well-built team so it wouldn't surprise me to see them you know uh <clears throat> win it win down the stretch win enough games to separate themselves from the twins and the white Sox. i think the white Sox have just been a disappointment this season and the twins you know you can't trust them. They they lost to the angels this weekend as watching one of those games they're just they're not a fun team to trust i think I think the Guardians are probably the best uh, best option in a bad bunch here. Yeah, and if it comes down, well, what they will, uh, the winner of this division will wind up facing a wild card team, and I don't know who that wild card team is going to be. The first two wild cards are going to face off against each other. If the season ended today, it's the Mariners and the Rays, so I don't know. It could be the Blue Jays or even the Orioles, maybe the Twins, but in a wild card series where the Guardians will be hosting 
do they have a chance to beat that wild card team, or would you favor any of those aforementioned wild card teams over the Guardians? Uh, wild card team is probably going to be a pretty close to the you know even even money favorite or whatever. Uh, I don't think the Guardians you know they'll, they'll throw Shane Bieber out whatever, but it's uh, it'll be it'll be a reasonable matchup for for whoever they get. Which one of those wild card teams do you like the best? Mariners, Rays, Blue Jays, Orioles. Mariners, but not by much. Um, Luis Castillo has kind of come to town and done his job. <clears throat> so they got that going for them. Orioles, I like the Orioles, and they can they can pull an upset every now and then. But uh, no, nah, I think I'm going with the Mariners here. Okay. What about the Rays and their potential to possibly get healthy here down the stretch? Yeah, I mean, obviously there's the Rays with Wander Franco and the Rays, the Rays without Wander Franco. So um, if he's back in the lineup, everything start, starts to click for everybody else. It's, uh, it's a good situation. If, if Franco's not 100%, I, I don't like this Rays team very much. There was an article last week I was reading about the possibility of Tyler Glasnow actually pitching at the end of this season. Now, it would be an accelerated return from his uh, arm surgery, but <laughs> if they get Tyler Glass now in a, in a wild card series, and he's, I'm not saying he's you know going to return to form, but I mean, look, Jacob DeGrom doesn't pitch in a full calendar year, and he returns to form. So if they get Glass now back at the end of the season in time to pitch in the postseason, that's pretty big for them. It is, but it's a lot, lot to ask for yeah. a guy to accelerate rehab and, <clears throat> you know, Pitch meaningful innings. Yeah, it's I a long count shot. That. It's a long shot for sure. Uh, the National League Central is the closest race in the National League uh, of the divisions. Obviously, Cardinals, Brewers. Who are you backing? Cardinals at this point. I think. Uh, I think I've seen enough out of both teams here. Uh, the Cardinals. Uh, Cardinals slightly better team. Which of the wild card teams are you fearful of the most? Braves, Phillies, or Padres? Braves. I mean, Braves have shown they do this already. They've uh, they've won a World Series with with a lot of these guys, and uh, they're not really firing in the division. Four and a half games, they could still make a run, but you really you you see the the additions they've made this year, and it's hard to say that this Braves team isn't better year over year than the the one that won the World Series last year. You know, yeah. I mean, you could look at yeah. Certainly, I like this Braves roster. This year, and yeah, last year they made a lot of additions. They had you know the four big additions at the trade deadline. This year, they look really, really good in their pitching staff. This year, it's they just, didn't have a Cunha, they didn't have a Cunha last yeah, year. Yeah, you know? and the pitching staff this year is just absolutely tremendous. Uh, let's take a look at the schedule for tomorrow coming up next, Jason, and get your thoughts on any changes in the futures market as well. He's Jason Weingarten. You can follow him on Twitter at Spreadopedia, the wide world of Weingarten podcast available on vcin.com slash podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts from. I'm Scott Seidenberg. Hit me up on Twitter at Scott's on air, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. We have arguably the pitching matchup of the year coming up here on Tuesday. We'll get Jason's thoughts on that. And will the winner of that game go on to win an award? Yeah, we'll tell you about it coming up next. This is The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network.
vsin.com today. This is the look ahead on vsin, the sports betting network. Baseball predictions made brighter. Join the board. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Ballpark Challenge presented by Blue Moon to compete free for cash all season. Enter weekly prediction pools to fight for your share of $62,500 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Blue Moon now to join the action. Blue Moon, made brighter. 21 and over only terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Please drink responsibly. Scott Seidenberg back here with you. It's the look ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network. We have an incredible pitching matchup here on Tuesday. We're joined by Jason Weingarten, our very own host of the Wide World of Weingarten podcast. Hit him up on Twitter at Spreadopedia. Jason, we have the marquee of all marquee matchups. The top two Cy Young favorites in the American League go head-to-head as the White Sox take on the Astros, Dylan Cease, against Justin Verlander. Houston, a small minus 125 favorite on the road. First of all, just your take on both of these pitchers and the opportunity each has to win the American League Cy Young Award. Well, they're, they're the, the Verlander's the favorite. Cease is running second right now. I think uh, Clanahan's kind of fallen to the wayside in third. Uh, a, a big game from Cease tomorrow could move him into the favorite but verlander when you look at the numbers overall the season-long numbers for verlander it's pretty clear to me that not only is he having a cy young level season but he's uh he's he's deserving to probably be in the mvp conversation um as as crazy as that sounds i i you know i could see him getting fourth maybe even third place votes at this point um the only thing his uh his only numbers that are Lower than when he won the Cy Young in uh, Detroit would be his uh, innings total. I think he pitched 250 innings that season. He won't hit mm. 250, but he's he's having a legitimate MVP level year. I can't say the same for Dylan Cease. Yeah, that would be the thing that separates both of these guys. Verlander 15 and three, a 1.85 ERA. Cease 12 and five with a 1.96. But in Dylan Cease's last uh, 14 games, he has allowed only six earned runs. 103 strikeouts in 82 innings going back uh, several months here. Um, So taking a look at this game, would you lean the Astros just because they're the better team and Verlander has a slight edge in pitching over Dylan Cease? No, I took, I took over seven actually. Ooh. Okay. 
going against the going against both these pitchers, or you just think uh, there's the, the the totals just dip too low. Totals dip too low. Um, also, take the first inning at a. Yes. A lot of success recently with that. This, yeah. this last weekend, all three of the uh, Phillies-Mets games got big prices there. Got a big price today with uh, Otani Castillo. Um, you know, you can uh, be selective in these. Get a lot of very, very high, uh, high, high prices. Mm. <clears throat> um, I'll, I'll be you know with the seven total. I'm, I wouldn't be surprised to see a plus one thirty-five, plus one forty-five by tomorrow afternoon on the first inning. Do you think that there's a chance this gets pushed down to six and a half and then it would be a better play on the over? Maybe. Um, I don't because, you know, it was already seven over minus minus 105 and it's already pushed up to minus 110. So, you know, you'd have to have some real sharp money come in on the under. But uh, I don't know. I mean, there you, you could see somebody take a position on the under. It's not going to be me. <laughs> uh, one of the other interesting games on the schedule here for Tuesday is the Dodgers and the Brewers. For just the fifth time since 2020, the Dodgers are an underdog in a game. That's 366 games, Jason. They've been an underdog five times. So just the sixth time they are a dog. Brandon Woodruff on the hill for Milwaukee. Does this line stay with Milwaukee as the favorite by the time we get the first pitch? On Tuesday night, you know, I saw, I saw that. I saw it was like plus one hundred eight or plus one ten. I, I see on screen now. Yeah, and I, I, I meant to look up how how often when was the last time Dodgers were an underdog in a regular season game. So it does kind of surprise me to see to see this because it means they're asking, you know, to to have early money come in on the Dodgers. Wouldn't surprise me to see it go to to even or minus one hundred one or minus one hundred two, but. Probably wouldn't see it go much past that because it, it wouldn't surprise me if, if I was booking this and I was confident that my numbers were were pretty accurate. I'd probably be happy to take a, a stand on the Dodgers here. I'd probably be happy to take a stand on Dodgers most days coming down the stretch, to be honest. Dodgers 35-6 and six overall in their last 41 games. Uh, yeah, they're three three games off the all-time pace you know, to, to win 114 or whatever. I think they're on pace for 111. It's almost like you see the Dodgers as an underdog, and it's it just it's too good to pass up, even at you yeah. know, a short price here, plus one ten. It's just it's just really too good to pass up. Uh, taking a look at some other matchups we have here: the Blue Jays and the Orioles battling for the wild card in the American League. Alec Manoa is on the hill for the Blue Jays, but the Orioles are the best run line team in Major League Baseball. Would you take the Orioles here against the Blue Jays or maybe take them plus a run and a half, considering they are the best run line team in baseball? Uh, I'd probably want more info on the best run line, whether it's broken down, home and away or anything. So I'll, um, give, you, I'll give you, as a home underdog, they're 31-9, and nine, but this is a road underdog situation. So as a road underdog this year, the Orioles are 36-23. and 23. So they're not as good on the road as a dog as they are at home. Probably look to back them at that plus one ninety here if I was uh, gonna gonna take them tomorrow. I, I haven't bet this game yet. I do. I do tend to bet the more the Orioles more often than not though. Tor- Toronto lately. Toronto as a home favorite on the run line twenty and thirty five. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. I mean, typically, you know, you're you're gonna be in a bad spot with that, but um. 
Yeah, I, I go money line here over over playing with the run line, playing yeah. around with that. Yeah, I went money line with them here on Monday, and they came through with uh, a win here. Uh, Cubs against the Nationals, kind of an ugly game uh, with two bad teams. But Patrick Corbin's on the hill, which means there's always an opportunity for runs to be scored for the opposing team. Cubbies minus 165 in this spot. Could you back them at this high of a price? Unlikely. Uh, you know, it's getting to the the point in the season where I start uh, excluding the, the bottoms teams. here. Yeah. The, you know, in games when they're playing other, all I call them also Rans at this point. Um, you know, you're, you're just kind of throwing darts like, I don't know. Give it, give it a two more weeks when rosters expand, and I'm totally out on on teams like this. All right, Mets and Braves. Taiwan Walker, Charlie Morton, Atlanta minus one forty five. Braves put a hurting on the Mets here, thirteen to one after a rain delay on Monday. Who do you like in this spot? All right, I already bet the Braves. Um, I like. I thought that that number was short, and I'd get pushed up probably overnight. Mm-hmm. Thinking. Uh, d- just backing Morton or just backing this offense, backing this team? Uh, both. I, I think, I mean, it just for me, it's just that the number was, was short overall. But uh, I know the Mets off a loss are like a great spot, right? It is the best bet you can make in baseball at all. Like the Mets after a loss this year are 31 and nine this season. And I'm, I'm laying 145 against that. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thir- that's, that's what I do. Yep, 31 and 9 after a loss, but it's a more dominant record as a favorite after a loss. Um I don't know what the record is as an underdog after a loss. I just know overall after a loss they are the best bet in Major League Baseball this season. Um has there any been any changes in your mind in the futures market with any awards coming up like in the National League rookie of the year has that you know do, have you had a final decision on that I feel like everything else is kind of settled we know who's going to win the AL rookie of the year we know who's going to win the American League MVP I think the National League MVP is you know could be decided but any awards that you've changed on You know uh Michael Harris is is kind of coming on strong gonna be an interesting vote between him and strider for the nl rookie of the year i still i still think uh you know with the the yankees continuing to to play you know sub 500 baseball they do have to turn things around and obviously if the season ended today aaron judge would be a runaway winner but there's still enough time for things to change this time last year fernando tatis was you know, locked into the NL MVP, and I kept telling people he's not so locked in. It's not mm. that easy, you know. Um, so there's still still going to be some some changes in these races. I wouldn't pencil anybody in yet. I wouldn't even say Julio Rodriguez is guaranteed to win. I think he probably will win because um, he had the he has the edge on you know just just total games played over yeah. Athlete Rutschman. But uh, yeah, I don't I don't know. I think uh, I think everything is. There's still a lot of baseball to be played. I don't like I don't like declaring winners early. I think Alcantara's got two starts, starts against the Dodgers coming up. He can he can falter. So. Anything can happen here at the stretch run of Major League Baseball. Jason, appreciate the time as always. I'm Scott Seidenberg. He's Jason.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare <laughs> 